All right, Wesley. Hey, hey, what's happening, babe? Hey, we are back for another episode of Charged Up with the Holders. Good to see you today. Good to see you. This has been some work to get here. <laughs> this is what happens when we try to do this during retrograde. Right. Know? So, y'all, we recorded a whole nother podcast episode. It was so good. So, so good. We really got deep. And um, then the recording just disappeared. <laughs> Two minutes before the end, y'all. Like... It disappeared, and we knew it wasn't meant to be because the video disappeared as well. All at the same time, it was like a ghost just ran up through here and was like, nope. Yeah, y'all should have seen tonight's reaction. You know when you see defeat in someone's eyes and there's just nothing that could be said or done? It was one of those moments. Yeah, and so it was really... Uh, I could flip this table or burn this entire place down, or I can just pick up my things, collect my things, and go. <laughs> <laughs> so we collected the things, and we left, and now this is a special After Dark edition because there was no other time to record besides, what time is it, 11.42 p.m. when baby is sleeping, and we even took a nap, and here we are. That's how y'all know we for real. Because mm-hmm. any other oh, any other version of us would have been like, well. Right. Just one good episode this week. Right. But we've been really, really wanting to do this and stay dedicated. This is something we enjoy doing. We look forward to. So here we are. And it's interesting to see, like, people are really watching or listening. Yeah. Like, it's cool to see the numbers going up every week. And I think for us, it's just dope to celebrate with each other and create together yes so here we are tonight because this is the late night edition we are sipping some tea and give us some details mr healthful wizard and tell us what are we sipping on what is happening so right night right night so tonight we're sipping on nettle tea and nettle tea is really good for the heart you can speak normal i know the baby's sleeping but she's knocked out (sighs) Something I gotta work on as a parent. This is like, y'all wanna hear the real Please baby sleep voice? Hold talk. on, hold on. <laughs> hey, babe, what's going on? That's how we normally talk when the baby's sleeping. So for me, it's like a trained muscle in my mind, and I kinda gotta work out of it. So Just use your words, honey. That's what I'm trying to do. Now you got me thinking about the words. All right, y'all, so tonight we're sipping metal tea, mm-hmm. and it's really good because it's great for your heart, really good for eye health. And really good for stress relief. Mix that thing with a little bit of honey, and here we are. Yes. This tea is from Teas with Meaning, and she is our homegirl. I actually met her on the Women Weed and Wellness Retreat, and uh, she has these high vibrational teas from Mount Shasta, and you can feel all the love and all the magic in the tea, so that's all we're sipping right now. And that's actually one of the things. I, we've been sipping her tea for probably like two weeks. And I'm feeling just like my appetite changing up. Um, it, it feels good. Like mm-hmm. this Mount Shasta tea is the shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, please follow her. Um, it's a black owned business and we love it. 
So, what's been going on with you this week? I think for me, what's been going on? A lot of good things, but the theme overall this week, I would definitely say for me, has been change and just enjoying the process in the midst of changing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I'm seeing that more and more every day. Just like, yo, why are you trying to figure out the outcome or rush the end result? Bruh. Just enjoy the change, man. Enjoy the process. So that's kind of been what's been repeating throughout my days. Mm-hmm. And easier, what's changing for you? Yeah, you know, I was gonna say it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> a lot is changing for me. Where do I begin? But I've been seeing the numbers nine nine nine, and you know, you see these numbers everywhere five five five. Okay. All the synchronicities. So those of you who are familiar with angel numbers. Those are um, synchronistic numbers that give you meaning and they're supposed to, they are said to come from your guides, your angels, your loved ones to send you these messages so that you can have some guidance along your path. So each number has its own specific meaning. 999s usually mean something coming to an end, chapters closing, time to get ready to start anew, 555s are changes on the way. Yeah. You've been getting them all. I've been, getting, both them been getting, all. getting them all. And so we just drive around seeing these numbers pop up on license plates or billboards or both uh, buildings everywhere. Just, you know, be observant next time you're cruising because spirit's always talking to you. Mm-hmm. But um, so I've been seeing the numbers, seeing the numbers, and now it's like seeing it correlate into my real life. And it's kind of like, oh. So for me. Oh, Lord. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just adjusting to the fact that I don't know what the outcome is right now, mm-hmm. but as long as I'm having a good time in the process, that's what I'm going to rock with. Mm-hmm. So ways that I've been trying to have a good time is just picking up new little things. Like I do my Friday bike rides with Baby Girl. I just bought a little kayak, so I'm about to take that out for a spin. Um, but just doing little things that I think will be fun as I'm trying to navigate all this that's how I've been flowing over here. I love that you're about to start kayaking. I don't hear about black men kayaking. <laughs> <laughs> and neither. so that is pretty cool. And uh, I can't wait to get out there with you and see what it's like. You go on a little date with me? Yes. Oh. You didn't get me a life jacket, even though I know how to swim. <sighs> These waters are wild, okay? Oh, so God. once the life jacket comes in the mail. I got a date. You got a date. Mm-hmm. Do like some life jacket lingerie combo? No, no. Just standard life jacket and oh. swimsuit. Oh, they say turtleneck or something? Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up with you? How was your week been? This week, um, so yeah, retro, still retroing. Mm. Still in micro braids. Mm. Still reggae toning. Crumping. <laughs> Crumping all over <laughs> us. All over us. And uh, all you can do is go with the flow. It's almost over. I think we got about three more days. Then we have our shadow period. And we should be in the clear. So break down the shadow period. What's that like? So there still is like a grace period of chaos (laughs) to come after it's officially done. But it's kind of, it's supposed to lighten up this shadow period. Because there's a shadow period on the front end and the back end. 
but this one was just as intense, if not more, than the time. So I don't know what the hell's going to happen. So basically, the shadow period is like uh, the baby hair. Yes, it's the baby hair. <laughs> Retro. <laughs> <laughs> But my week has been full of revelations. Had to have some deep chats with spirit because your girl's also going through changes. And I'm okay with change. I embrace change. But sometimes the, like, epiphany is, like, the thing that's, like, woof. (laughs) (laughs) Woof. Going back to that, oh Lord, yeah. every time. That's like life right now. <laughs> if life was like a little blurb, it would be that. And so this week, Spirit guided me because I was having a hard time just navigating how we show up and work and how we show up in the things that we do and how we're there for people. And Spirit was just like, you need to change the way you show up for people because it's not serving you any longer and you think being one it's too accessible like the the work that we do at the salt lounge is wonderful but we kind of being in that position open ourselves up to anybody and everybody who wants to walk in the door and I like to pick and choose my clients now (laughs) I like to work with people who are for real about their healing and when you have a brick and mortar space it's just like everyone come on in and spirit is like you don't need to show up in that particular way anymore so really like fine-tuning how I navigate this life as a healer boss entrepreneur so that it's feeding my spirit and not irritating the shit out of me yeah and for those who are like well don't you want any and all type of clients no yeah because some clients are really just here for entertainment you know, they, they heard about this line of work. They heard about, you know, the benefits, but they just really here to have a good time. So they might have showed up after happy hour. And someone like Tanai, who this is something that, and myself, something that's very sacred. Yeah, this is our life. And we did, our goal was to make this accessible to people. Successful, we've done that. We wanted to make it digestible and something tangible so that they can understand what they're walking into. Done that. They know that they're coming to learn, but I don't think a lot of times they realize how deep this learning is because we've done such a good job of breaking it down and making people feel comfortable walking through the door. But I'm about that work. (laughs) And it's like, when you come see me, we are gonna get to the root and we're gonna heal these issues and we're gonna do these things. And I'm not a game. I'm not for here play. I'm not for play. A play play. I'm not here for play play. I'm here to do the work. So that's just the thing that I'm working through because it's like I talked to Spirit because I was like, do I like people? Because I'm (laughs) feeling like, oh, Lord, (laughs) you make a business for the community. And you're like, actually, I don't like people at all. That hurt my feelings because I'm like, Spirit, I love people. And I was getting comfortable in the space where it's like, I love you, but I don't like you. Mm. <laughs> I love you deeply, but I don't like you. And that's just because it's like you don't know the games that you're playing with life. Like, you don't know 
you don't know what you're doing. And that's okay that you don't know what you're doing because I'm here to help, but it's like, you think this is a game. So I chatted with Spirit and Spirit was like, no, you like people. Here's a list of all the people that you like. Oh, they gave you a list. Yes, there's a scroll (laughs) of the list of people. You do like people, look. But you're out of alignment because you're putting yourself in a position that you don't need to be in any longer. You've grown, you've evolved, you want to teach, you want to do all these things. So let the people who want to do that, do that and embrace your evolution. Look at you. Sounds like growth. Definitely growth. But I feel like when you want to stay in that place, um, when you're not allowing yourself to grow and evolve, you can become miserable. Or when you are have taken on like an identity or a position in life and you're very comfortable there and you enjoy it, because I do enjoy what we do, um, it can be detrimental to your growth if you haven't realized that you've grown. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah, when you make that title your identity, you know, it becomes a thing. And we've learned from this in the past it's interesting how like life kind of repeats itself because like when we were vegan you know that was a time when like we were for real for real vegan right and then when my ass was yearning for meat it's like oh what am i gonna do i've been so dedicated and it's like fuck these titles right and everyone knew you and i as the vegans right you know and shout out to everyone who's listening who is vegan Good for you. Yeah, we did it for years, yo, and it really helped us a lot, just mentally, physically, energetically. Um, but again, it's like when your spirit needs something else, you know, you feel it, and uh, it's like, yo, if you don't go with the flow, you're gonna get dragged. So our energy was just dragging, everything was dragging, and that's what kind, of, that's what we needed to just stay balanced. Yeah. So spirit right now is like, get with the shits or. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Yeah, for real, though. So, I mean, that's... I see with even just so many others that are close to us, just how this retrograde is showing everyone a lot. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Everyone a lot. And so, I know for some people it's going really good. For others, it feels like someone's just doing a deep cleanse right now on you. I would say collectively everybody's getting their taste of something. But a lot of people are going through major life changes and life shifts. And I wouldn't say because of where we're positioned in this timeline, it's time to move, but it's definitely time to recognize, hey, something's going on. You need to change something. And maybe the next couple of weeks you start to make your moves, but right now, just observe. Yeah. So we observing all right. And sometimes I'm like, all right, man, I don't want to observe no more. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But that's what this time is for. So just honoring the process. Yeah, that period between observation and action is so like, ugh. Because I'm like, once I see it, I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go. But I'm learning that you need to just sit in that and process and let things marinate a little bit before you just throw it on the grill. Yeah. <laughs> You ain't trying to sizzle too early now. Right. You're trying to get that, that good flavor, and that comes with processing your feelings and your emotions and all of that. Yeah. Emotions. Mm-hmm. Energy and motion. They don't be lying. 
But that's good though. I mean, with all that's going on, it sounds like you're managing pretty well over there. I've cried. <laughs> I had some hefty, ugly cries. Um, I embrace the ugly cries, but it's necessary. That energy emotion, the crying is emotion to move the energy so that you can get back to balance. It's interesting you said that because um, I read this book a long time ago and they were saying how that's kind of the problem. You know, we don't complete our stress cycle. So a stress cycle begins where it's like an emotion kicks in like that. You get scared, you get afraid, you get sad, and you don't allow yourself to complete that stress cycle. So it builds up in the body, but then you don't let yourself cry. Mm. And crying is what releases that stress cycle. Even on the other side, let's say you're building up your laugh in the inside. You want to laugh so bad, but you don't laugh because you're at work. Mm -hmm. And your, your boss will fire you or whatever the case may be. You built up that, that stress cycle and you don't release it. So we see it all the time with adrenaline. You get excited or you get nervous. Yeah. But you don't <laughs> let that yell out. And now that stress kind of builds up in your energy field. Yeah. So it's important to cry. Even a sneeze. Right. Ooh, that's the worst. Mm -hmm. You're good for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just silence. Yeah. Whereas me, I let it all out. Right. You're the guy you don't want to sneeze behind you. <laughs> you're the guy, you're like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Especially during these times, somebody sneeze <laughs> on me, like you be sneezing out loud. Oh, no, we're going to fight. I mean, just my whole thing is like, we I are just... going to fight. <laughs> I'm going to rip off your mask. And we're going to fight. I just don't. Going toe to toe. <laughs> this is my thing. It's nothing. I don't, you know, look. I just feel like the worst thing you could do is hold a sneeze back. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's the worst thing you can do. All the things in life is <laughs> you can hold a sneeze back here. It just seems like, you know, you build up that sneeze, man. And then you just swallow it. You can't do that, yo. Anyway, that's, our, that's where, try it one day. One day, when you feel a big sneeze coming, just lean into it. It's the best thing. And I'm talking about when you sneeze, let your head fly and everything. Mm -mm. You feel great after. Mm -mm. It's just like a nice... Mm. <laughs> what has fatherhood taught you this week? This week? Fatherhood has taught me that... Curiosity isn't something that you should try to have a handle on. Um, I think that this week I'm finding out that there's a lot of fun in curiosity. And as a parent, your first thought is like, oh no, danger. Let mm -hmm. me grab my baby. But that cuts the curiosity. So example, perfect example. Today, Alain and I we went to the park. I wasn't really feeling this park. We wanted to try a new park. So I was like, ah, let's just go check this out. Mm -hmm. Get to the park. Eh, it was underwhelming. But she saw a dog playing in the distance. And she, every time we see a dog, doggy, doggy, daddy, doggy, doggy. So I, I said, you know what? Get this baby a dog. And look, she's one and a half. I don't think it's the time. We got to wait till three. I don't know why I think three is the magic number, but I just think three is a number where you can handle a dog and a baby. But anyway, so I said, all right. Before I could say, all right, she was already running towards the dog. So mm -hmm. it was no real, all right, let's go. She's heading towards the dog. 
So I go catch up to her and I say to the owner, this is a first for me because I normally don't do this. I said to the owner, I said, excuse me, is your dog friendly? My baby girl's been wanting to get up close to a dog for the longest. Mm -hmm. For a whole, I don't know, past six months. Yeah, yeah, my dog's really friendly. So I watch Alea play with this dog in the park and seeing that dog lick her and her laugh so hard and so loud. (laughs) That just allowed, I just felt so good in that moment. It's like I relived that moment. She loves animals. Yeah, she does. I love that you were both fearless together because I would have been like, get away from that dog. Yeah. I'm trying not to be that parent and I'm trying to let her experience things herself and let her take her own risk, but... I just see me body slamming a dog or having a dog in a chokehold or something. And that's and the I, owner as well. Oh, both of them can get it. Yes. Anybody can get it. Absolutely. And so I admire that in you. Appreciate it. That's new for me. Because my nerves inside like, ah! Yeah. Especially a dog. Like It was a husky. It wasn't like a little chihuahua. Right. One like, just chew our little baby. <sighs> Not that we want to speak that, but you no, know, as a parent, that into existence. Yeah, as a parent, that's your first thought. That's my only thought. <laughs> I don't yeah. even think like this could be a good time. It's like chew. Mm-hmm. My baby is gonna be this dog's muffin biscuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yo, she's. But that's so something much... I'm working through. Yeah, so, you know, and it's learning. But that curiosity, like seeing her brain activate, work, and. Um, in the moment was good for both of us Mm -hmm. so that's really what this week is showing me like let your baby explore let your baby be curious and your job is just to be there um, to guide but it's not to restrict yeah that's where I'm at man what about you good what have I learned this week with Little Muffin I've just been enjoying her company she is funny (laughs) she is so funny and even though the words are flowing, like they're flowing, but we can't fully communicate like me and you. Mm. The girl's hilarious. <laughs> and she gets that from me, clearly. Yeah, right. So I am just like, wow, look at you. You're so tiny and so funny. And this is great. And I just look forward to like the times of us cracking jokes on you, especially. <laughs> and she's going to be down for it. I love her, which y'all might think this is crazy, but she has a really funny fake laugh. <laughs> like, I don't know what yeah. one and a half year old has a fake laugh, but she does. You this. taught her that. I remember YouTube practicing fake laughs. I don't know why. <laughs> and now she's caught on. The reason why we're. And the, she uses it with people. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> Tongue flies out and everything, y'all. <laughs> what is this? Like. Yo. I also love seeing her confidence because I read somewhere that you learn your confidence from your parents and how secure they are. And so I'm like, if you're that confident, we're doing a good job. But not just a good job with you, like with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like maintaining our self-care practices and and like just loving on ourselves. That's like our our scale of like if you're doing a good job. Cause she looks in the mirror and she'd be feeling herself and that could be her own internal confidence but i feel like she sees us confident and it's like yeah this is how you how you do it yeah when she put her jacket on she do be in the like, mirror she put a jean jacket on or her hair is done her little pigtails she's like yes right yes it's on yeah can't tell me nothing don't let me put on my crocs right <laughs> 
with the blue symbol is a wrap. Yeah. So she's just really funny, and I enjoy her company. I'm happy I can enjoy our child. Yeah, me too. I always wanted to like her. Mm. That's the thing coming up, like and love and all those things. Mm. But I always wanted to like my child. I feel like I would have, but I wasn't necessarily like, children, come to me before. Yeah. But her, we can hang. Yeah. No, I feel that way. Like, I would definitely go for a walk with her. And like, all right, let's go hang out. Right. Like, if you weren't you, I would still like you. Yeah. Not a lot of parents could say that. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, you don't get to choose your family. Yeah. Uh, Spiritually, they choose you for your children. But, uh, yeah. This was a nice arrangement. Yeah. I had um, a client, a session with a client, and one of the things, because they have a baby on the way, and one of the things that I was telling this client was, you know, I think a lot of dads go through it just having a new baby on the way. You, you get go through this nervousness like, oh, shit. But one thing that I learned is your child will bring their own food to the table. And I think that's just... What do you mean by that? So a baby will bring their own food to the table. It's one thing someone told me before we had our child, meaning the baby will bring their own blessings, their own supply. Um, they'll add to the family pot. And I definitely see that now after a year and a half of having our baby, just how everything has increased for us. Um, yes, physically, but just internally. Like, I just mm-hmm. feel like our heart space is just like, boom. Yeah. You know, presentness, patience, all these things. And I think with those ingredients, more material things came about. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to see, whereas before, I would chase the material things thinking, all right, internally, I'll feel more compassion or this, that, and the other. But no, um, our baby has showed us, taught us so much. And as a result, our physical has enhanced. So it's cool to watch. And going back to what you said, how like your child chooses their parents, I feel like, yo, your child knows, like, all right, I want these two. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I need to show them some stuff or whatever the case may be so it's cool to see how we're learning in the process of having fun with this baby yeah she chose some characters man I can just imagine her like these are the ones I go to (laughs) (laughs) these are the ones these are the ones you told me would be great us doing karaoke drunk as hell or something Drunken nights stumbling over. Are you sure these are the ones that I'm about to go down to? This is this is who you want. Let me, me see that with? report one more time. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> yeah. They're evolved. You you told me that they're there's something. Right. All right. Okay. Man. So here we are, yo. <laughs> here we are. But yo, I think age three is a good dog. A good time for a dog. I think any sooner is a little much. You trying to do this dog thing now, but this baby, man, she be going. Not right now, but maybe in a few months. Two? We'll see. That would be such a cute birthday gift. I want to know what y'all be, what y'all think about this, because do y'all think age two is too early for a dog, or do y'all think, you know, like me, three is the age? Or do you think there's no age limit? Let us know. I think this would be cool. Just yeah. 
keep us posted on what you think about this situation. If you think Alea should have a dog. <laughs> right. <laughs> or not. I'm down. And I'm excited. But overall, this was a good week. Yeah. A lot of shedding. Um, a week and, of shedding. Yeah. Retries. Shout out to us for just like, yeah, we're going to do this anyway. Right. We're going to get this podcast. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, it's here, yo. Yeah. And so I encourage everyone out there, like, with this week up until this retrograde is done with, with that and the baby hair, um, <laughs> just keep trying. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, it might be that fifth try, yo. Right. Just keep going. Yeah. So we'll chat with y'all next week. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you soon. See you soon, y'all.